You're listening to the NABS Now podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Blind Students, a proud division of the National Federation of the Blind. now podcast i'm your host nina and since we are in the month of february now which is crazy to believe we are doing an episode all about living your life with love so that involves relationships friendships family and all different kinds of love we are going to be interviewing a very special federation couple as well as giving you all some tips for safe online dating i'm actually going to turn this episode over to elizabeth sayun and kenya now so they can talk to you about living your life with love. And I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Hey listeners, Seiyun here, one of your NAVS Outreach Committee co-chair, here to start you off with a few safety tips as you go out on a date. First, let a trusted friend or family member know where you'll be, who you'll be with, and the time that you're estimated to return from your date. Be sure to call in and check in with that person once you get home. Learn self-defense techniques so that you're better prepared to protect yourself if in case of an attack. Check to see if there are any free self-defense courses offered on campus. And finally, know the locations and phone numbers of your local emergency stations, so you can quickly find the help if you're in a dangerous situation. Stay alert throughout the episode to hear more important safety tips. First things first, I want to thank Um, Norma and Glenn Crosby for joining us today. Um, We're so excited on NABS now to to get to know you and for you to get to know some of our listeners hopefully in the future. So we're just going to kick it off um, and I'm going to start by having both of you introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, anything you want to share with us. Sure. Um, So I'll start. So I'm Norma Crosby. I serve as president of the National Federation of the Blind of Texas. I worked many jobs when I was younger. We're we're both now retired from our family business. We owned a food service business for many years. I acted as the uh, office manager for that business and dealt with all the administrative tasks associated with it. And now I'm enjoying being a retired grandma. I love that. That's awesome. Glenn, how about you? I'm Glenn Crosby and I, um, I grew up here on the Texas Gulf Coast and been here for most of my life. I've wandered around a few states, but um, I, I have been in the National Federation of the Blind for, since 1967, and I served here as the uh, NFB of Texas of, uh, president, and I also served on our national board for a while. I've had uh, many jobs inside the organization, and as Norma said, Norma said that we uh, we enjoyed uh, owning our own business for quite a number of years. Yeah, and I neglected to mention that I'm all, I also currently sit on our, our national board. Yes, Norma and I have had the pleasure of uh, national representing the students and the national um, group at large a couple Absolutely. different times. So we, we bumped into each other a time or two. And, and I've had the honor of mentoring uh, Elizabeth as a scholarship winner. Yes. Um, oh, good times. That was the first time I met you and Glenn. So everyone, Norman and Glenn are the best breakfast dates in the world. So go, <laughs> go bump into them sometime. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for those introductions. 
and I'm sure we're going to fill in lots of blanks in the next few minutes here. So next, I'd love for the two of you to, to tag team a little bit and tell us the story of how you met. Sure. So we met first, as I recall, I'm, we'll see how what Glenn remembers. <laughs> My recollection is that we first met in 1982. That was my first year of being a part of the, the NFB. And I attended my first convention that year in Minneapolis. And I didn't know my state affiliate president at that time because I was a brand new member. I'd only been a member for about three months. And I met Glenn at that convention. Okay. Glenn, is <laughs> And so, so yes, we did meet there at that convention, and uh, well, I was the uh, affiliate president at the time, which means that uh, I had a number of obligations having to do with dealing with convention and so on. However, one of the obligations is of the, of, or I think it is at least, of the affiliate president is to try to make uh, new folks, newcomers, welcome. And so we and others in the, I and others in the uh, affiliate tried to make Norma feel welcome and we tried to show her around, see to it that she uh, attended the meetings that, uh, that she wanted to and so on. Anyway, we must have done a good job because she, here she is. I am absolutely. here. Absolutely. And, and they absolutely did make me feel welcome and they put me to work right away. And I think that was one of the secrets to forming actually the relationship that I uh, later formed with Glenn. Uh, it began really with a lot of working together and a lot of taking on federation tasks. I'm, I'm kind of a volunteer at heart. And so I, I would go and say, Glenn, I think we should do whatever it might have been that I thought we should do at the time. And not only that, I'll do it. And most affiliate presidents, I can tell you now that I am one, love it when someone volunteers to do work and um so he allowed me pretty free reign and gave me a lot of opportunities to develop my confidence as a young blind woman and was a real mentor to me along with developing um eventually a personal relationship okay that makes sense i i love the the kind of from your first convention to where you are now element too it, it really shows that you don't have to know anything about the NFB to start out and grow into the leader that a lot of us have the pleasure of becoming in the Federation. So I, that's incredible that that's a part of your story together. So I, thank you. I, I too think that uh, a number of our members feel like you have to be in, a, in an elected position to be a leader. And that just isn't true. Just, just demonstrate leadership in, in all the various ways that you might be able to. And trust me, eventually, and very often it isn't that long, you will be elected to some position. Mm -hmm. We can't all be born presidents. You're right. <laughs> we cannot. Okay, perfect. So clearly you two met through the NFB, which is unique to your relationship and so many others of our members. My next question kind of then builds off of what, what, what we've learned with you all so far. What was dating like for you from that beginning professional relationship to a eventual personal relationship? Well, be, because of our group activities in, in the National Federation of the Blind, very often 
after a day's work, some of us in, in small groups would go and have dinner together. Um, and so, of course, that would include Norma from time to time. And over, um, over a period of time, you know, we began to find ways of having dinner and, and participating in other activities without groups. So that's kind of how it all unfolded. We really did have uh, what I regard, you know, I know this podcast that you guys are doing is all about dating. And we really did have what I regard as a non-traditional kind of dating in the sense that we didn't, we didn't start out by saying, hey, let's go you know, have dinner together. It start. It really did start out in groups. And I actually have noticed that, um, or I did when when our children were younger. Uh, I noticed that that seems to be uh, more traditional than it than it once was. That that um, my kids, I know for sure, also did. I found that they did that quite a lot, where they hung out with their friends, and then eventually they would kind of pair off. And, and that's definitely what happened with us too. And and so we were friends and we were able to work together. And so we, we found out pretty quickly that we were compatible and it, it worked out well, whether, whether we had lots of dates, you know, where it was just us or whether it was in groups, we, we were still de- able to develop that kind of relationship where we moved beyond friendship into a more personal relationship. Absolutely. You guys are a true testament to the to the notion that friendship is the start of so many successful relationships. It's always been interesting to me to to know people who instantly started dating as opposed to being friends first because I think I mean, you end up dating your best friend anyway. That's kind of how it works. It all falls together. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I love that. Hey y'all, my name is Kenya and I serve as first vice president of NABS. I'm going to be sharing a few tips to keep you safe while on a date. Always keep your phone charged and nearby at all times. Never go on a date in an unfamiliar area if at all possible. And don't share personal information including your address or financial information with someone that you don't know. So obviously you guys share a lot of common interests both in in your professional lives your nfb experiences but how do you maintain separate interests while also kind of finding ways to prioritize time together and that can be in the start of your relationship that can be yesterday that can be whenever one of the ways we manage to find separate interests is that I, Glenn is a morning person, and when I say morning, uh, because of many years of running a um, food service business where you had to start out early uh, to get everything set up and established for the day, he, he's up at 3.30 or 4 in the morning still, and oh that, is not, that is not me. <laughs> I, I get up as early as I have to to do my work and no earlier. So I'm, I'm a, an evening person. Uh, I'm more likely to stay up until midnight. And so we actually, be, because of that difference, um, we find some time alone to, to get done whatever we want to get done. And we definitely do have some, some interests that are the same and some that are, that are different. For example, Glenn does not really love technology. And I uh, am a self, self-taught 
technology user. I'm not great, but it's something that's that's an in, you know that has an interest holds an interest for me. So having that time alone, where even though we're together a lot, we we get to sort of move in our own swim in our own pool, so to speak, mm -hmm. works out for us. Okay, that is really interesting. I bet it kind of gives you the opportunity to not only spend time to yourselves and with yourselves, but it also makes the time that you do get to spend together that much more special. Absolutely. And I also, uh, I have a variety of tools out in the garage and just about as many unfinished projects. <laughs> so, true, that's true. And so occasionally I get banished to the garage. Uh, it gives Norma a little more space. Or gives us both a little more space. Or, or he might banish to the fishing boat as well. He and the boys love to, to fish. And so they go fishing whenever they get a, a chance to do it. And I'm happy to go out on the boat sometimes, but I'm not the fisher person. That is totally fair. My parents are actually the same way. My dad loves to fish. And I am the child who will get up at four in the morning and go with him if he can guarantee me that I don't have to touch the bait, I don't have to touch the hook, and I don't have to touch the fish. So I am very much the princess in charge of reeling in all of the good fish. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I did catch two sharks at one time once. So. Ooh, okay. All right. Has ever done. Well, she, she just had, thought she had to show out that day. <laughs> I and the sharks cooperated. They did. Hey, I bet they were they were definitely not paid for their part. So you are <laughs> those sharks. That's awesome. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the time that you two spend together and apart and how that kind of balances out. So I'm very curious to know if there has been an impact on your relationship due to the COVID-19 pandemic. What's what's that been like? Is it, is it a positive? Is it a negative? What's, what's the result? Well, I, I don't know if you would say it's positive or negative. Um, when we worked together, we spent quite a bit of time together um, doing various things related to our business. So we were kind of used to that. Um, but over the last few years, uh, since I've been president of the NFB of Texas, um, we have spent actually more time apart in the sense that um, our affiliate has an office, and um, during during that during that time uh, during my time as president, I spend a good bit of time at the office during the day. So we have spent more time apart, and so the the pandemic has actually kind of brought us back together in a way, which I never I never view as a bad thing to get to spend time with my friends. So. Mm -hmm. um, that that's kind of my take on how the pandemic has has affected our relationship. Glenn may have a different view. <laughs> it certainly hasn't been positive or negative in, on our relationship, but uh, for the two of us together, it certainly has isolated us from our uh, friends and our kids and our grandchildren, and that that's um, that's unusual, but. But you know, we, we try to maintain contact through phone and Zoom and all these other other ways. But it's uh, we we can we can endure it together because 
we're fine being together. Yeah, and I, I think that's, that is a positive. I know that some people are alone be, very, uh, very often because of the pandemic, and it's definitely a positive to have someone who you know cares about you to be there for you during the pandemic. So that's definitely been a positive. That's awesome. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I don't think I've asked this yet. How many kids and grandkids do you guys have? We have have four children and seven grandchildren. Okay, so big family. I bet you're going to be really excited to get back to the the in-person gatherings for birthdays and holidays when, when we get back to a, a more normal semblance of reality. <laughs> we are looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, it'll be a great day once the pandemic settles down and people um, aren't uh, fearful of, of becoming uh, so ill and all of those things that are associated with Absolutely. Hi everyone, this is Elizabeth, your NABS Treasurer and Outreach Committee Co-Chair, here to share just a few more safety tips with our NABS Now listeners. First, utilize group or double dates if you're going out with someone for the first time. Group dates are the perfect way to get to know someone better while being in a safe and comfortable situation. Next, always keep an eye on your drinks and food. Stay alert and never leave either unattended. Finally, never invite anyone into your home that you do not trust or know. NABS now would like to thank ADT.com for these dating in college safety tips. And we hope everyone has a wonderful and safe Valentine's Day. All right. Well, we are going to move on to my surprise question. This was not on the list that I sent to you all originally. And Glenn, I'm going to have you kick us off this time. So I want you to tell our NABS now listeners, what is your favorite thing about Norma? a quality, a personality trait, something she does? What's what's the thing that stands out to you most about Norma? Well, there's so many, but one one thing is uh, she's always in a good mood. And, um, you know, she likes to hum around the house and sing some, and I enjoy all of that. And um, she's very easy to get along with. You know, we have uh, almost no disagreements we do have differences of opinion but there but I'm, what I'm saying is that um, we're, we're never at odds with one another mm-hmm. okay. he forgot to add that I, I feed him every day too I think <laughs> that's actually his favorite thing about me <laughs> I love that all right Norma same question to you favorite thing or a thing that stands out the most about Glenn so my favorite thing about Glenn is is his kindness and his generosity with other people but the special care that he takes of me in 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 so many situations whether it's related to making sure I stay healthy or one of the examples I always give people of 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 Glenn and how he always thinks of me is we were in a hotel, I think it was a Federation event because there were a lot of blind guys around and um, the hotel fire alarm went off. And, and the, you know, so I'm, I had gone up to our room um, before he did. He was still sitting somewhere talking to some other folks. And um, with the, so I called the front desk and they said, yes, yes, you absolutely have to evacuate. So I had gotten up and gotten dressed was headed down the stairs and I could hear people like a flight 
or so down saying, sir, sir, you're going the wrong way. And, um, you know, of course, a blind guy wouldn't know that up is not down. But <laughs> anyway, um, he, he, he came up, it was Glenn, of course, and he came up the stairs and, and we met each other on the stairs. And I said, turn around. And, and as, of course, as soon as he knew I was okay, he did. But he was not leaving the hotel until he knew for sure that I had gotten out. He wasn't going to take the chance that I didn't. And so that, you know, to me says all there is to say about the kind of relationship that we have. We both try to take care of each other, but he always takes care of me. I, I absolutely would not evacuate without knowing she would be safe. Yeah. It's, it's always interesting when the question is posed, if, if your house was burning, what are the three things that you'd save? And I, I find it really interesting that people always stipulate, okay, your pets and your family are out because, I mean, that's, that's what we'd grab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd grab our people and our pets. So awesome. Well, that is really, really great to hear. I think the qualities that you two admire in each other are things that a lot of our listeners and our podcast team can also learn from to, to aim toward many, many years of happiness. How long have the two of you, obviously I know you said earlier you met in 82, if my brain is doing me justice, but how long have you two been married? Let's see, do you, do you know? <laughs> yes, I do. I do know. This is a test for Glenn, actually. She, she likes to do this to me, but this spring we will we will um, we will enjoy our thirty second anniversary. That is correct. Years. We got married on tax day, so he wouldn't forget it. <laughs> I love that. We That's will, a really good way. <laughs> we will celebrate it in style. I love it. That's great. All right. So in your thirty two, almost 32 years of marriage. Um, do you have any specific um, advice or I'm not going to call them secrets, but things that you've discovered over the years that really help you to fundamentally connect and stay successful and moving forward in your relationship? So, so I'll start as usual. I'll jump in. Um, <laughs> but you know, for me, I think the biggest takeaway about relationships is if you want your relationship to last you should pick a person that you don't feel like you have to change because that never works out you know you can um people grow over the years obviously and hopefully mature and and become the best them they can be but if you if you really date or marry a person in hopes that you can change them and make them be what you want them to be, then you're probably with the wrong person. Um, you have to love the person for who they are. And, and by the way, I don't think we've discussed this as blind people, but I would say you also have to determine that you should love who you love. It's whether, whether it's uh, another blind person because you have the same interests or whether it's a sighted person that you have the same interest with, your, your, your relationship should be about who you love. And that's, that's who you should be with, whether they be blind or sighted. And for, for us, our 
connection to the Federation and to um, blindness causes, causes that, that affect other blind people helped us to connect. And so that's probably why we ended up together. Um, but, you know, the same would have been true if I had met um, the right sighted member um, who, who was interested in the same things I, I am. And so those are the two things I think for me. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Norma. It's our responsibility to love each other where we're at and not where we want someone to be or where we think they can be. So that's really important to remember. How about you, Glenn? Anything to add in our last few minutes? I, uh, you know, most everybody have um, differences. We have different strengths, different whatever. Okay, so I would encourage everybody to appreciate those differences rather than trying to change them or whatever. So um, we want to we want to uh, we want to celebrate the differences that we have with the people we love. Yeah, we're quite different. We're we're very different people. We don't think the same, and I think that's a strength for our marriage because it helps us to look at things from from more than one direction and to that helps us i think to figure out the best route for us to take in any in any situation absolutely the age-old phrase opposites attract doesn't always have to be true but sometimes the things that we don't necessarily share can bring us even closer together we can learn from each other and we can grow together but in different ways absolutely Awesome. Well, thank you both so, so much for your time. I know that our listeners are going to love getting to know both of you. And I would encourage anyone and everyone who listens to this interview to wait until we're back in person uh, and, and go say hi to Glenn and Norma. They are incredibly approachable, kind, sincere people, and they'd love to say hi. Right, guys? <laughs> Absolutely. Don't be a stranger. Let us, let us get to know you. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much to our special guests, Norma and Glenn Crosby, as well as Kenya, Sayun, and Elizabeth for making this episode happen. I hope you all enjoyed all of the great information we had to offer today, and go forth and live your life with love.